I'm Kira Morgan. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Coffee with Kira, sponsored by the human being in Newport and Lincoln City. And today I'm excited to be here at the Lincoln County School District with our superintendent, Miley's Tolan. <laughs> We'd be really proud of ourselves there. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time. We go way back. So I'm super excited that she's here in this position and so happy to be talking to you about this new school year. Yeah. Uh, so people who don't know you as well as I do, Tell us a little bit about yourself and your position here at the school district. Great. Well, thank you, Kira, for coming. It's so great to have you here all the time. And I love that you bring coffee for us. So that's awesome. Thank you to the human being as well. Um, this is my 16th year in the Lincoln County School District. And I think we've known each other that whole time that <laughs> yeah. I've been here. Yeah. Um, so I first started out as an assistant up at TAP 712. I was an assistant principal there for a year and a half. Then I was a principal at Newport Intermediate School. It is no longer there, but it's where Newport Middle School is. It was a 336 and then I think Magnet School was mm -hmm. in there as well. Um, then I went back to Taft for five years and I was principal at Taft 712, which was a great experience before coming to the district office. I was secondary director for five years and this is my first year in this role. So. so even when you were principal and doing all those things, you were also very involved in lots of other things yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. My mom was very, very... Um, just really kind of drilled it into us that you have to be an involved member of your community, that that's like the civic duty is to be involved um, in supporting people where you live. So I've been active with Kiwanis, Rotary, Family Promise, um, try to volunteer as much as I can. I feel like that is not happening as much as I used to be able to do it. And I'm sad because my friends, um, all of them I have made through volunteer opportunities, which is also how we met. Um, but it, I just think it's a great, great way to give and a great way to meet people in our community as well, you're supporting those organizations, yep. and that's what counts. You're just pivoting right. is the word of the, the word of the year now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we'll get a new basketball term that we're following here. Yeah. We have a fast break and catch up. That's, that's where right. we've been. <laughs> so, Miley's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the school year. Up and underway for 2023-24. Yeah, we are off to a great start. Um, really, really excited. It, it's starting to feel a little bit more normal. And I think we're falling into what a new normal looks like. And we've said that before, but, but we're more in a groove now. I feel like mm -hmm. when you go into the schools, um, it, it's a pattern that we're used to again, um, with changes to it. You know, there's more technology than we've ever had before. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's great. Um, bringing back a lot of collaboration with students. When we first brought everyone back, we still had rules on how close people could be and everything. And so it's, really reteaching those social interaction and what that looks like and not taking that for granted, regardless if they're in sixth grade, a junior in high school, mm -hmm. um, a second grader, that we all have social interaction that is age appropriate that has to be taught. And for some, they weren't in school when that was happening for them. And so what does that look like? So that's been a, a big, big part of our September, October is just supporting all of our students and families in what school looks like and mm -hmm. how we can be our best learners possible. That's amazing. And let's talk about some things going on uh, around the district. Um, we've had a regional teacher of the year at Sam Case. That yes. was exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> um, I was laughing when Adam Galen became regional teacher of the year, not because he's not deserving, but <laughs> I hired Adam. So I was really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I hired Adam at um, Newport Intermediate and hired him and left. <laughs> so I, 
I never actually worked with Adam, but I've gotten to know him through the time well, in the district. You obviously made a good choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. I'm just kidding. Um, Adam, Adam is great. I've been in his classroom since he's been at Sam Case, and that's one thing I've really focused on in my new role. Um, the last 10 years, I've been very secondary focused, and so spending the majority of my time back in the elementaries and just getting to know our teachers and our students and families in the elementary schools. But I was in Adam's room the other day, and I knew he had gotten the award. He did not know yet, so I was like in a room with royalty. And, and everybody was like, do you think that he really knows? Yeah. Is this really a surprise? Yeah, yeah. so that was And exciting. he did seem genuinely surprised. I thought so, too. I thought so, too, yeah. And, of course, his students were thrilled. Oh, wasn't that the coolest thing to watch, I think? Were, were you there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember. That's right, you were saying it over Vine. Yeah. You can I, catch the video on our Facebook. Yeah, that was one of the coolest things to watch, I think, is how the students responded to that and how you could tell their connection with their teacher. And when he got that award, they all got that award. And it was really, really cool to watch. Sorry. It was really no, cool was. to watch how the students responded to that. For sure. um, so what's happening up north? Lots of things are happening in the north. So our forestry program is kicking off and going. Our culinary students at the high school just have their first catering event. Um, for the Lincoln County administrators, we had to relocate for one of our uh, staff meetings, which I think is the earliest they have ever catered an event. So if anybody's needing catering, it was amazing. And the so great, it is for anybody in the anybody. Oh, yep, anybody great. can contact Half Tiger Deli up at Half 712 and they can work with them to have a catering event. We've done all appetizers for the day is how we did it because it was brand new into the school year. But um, the students go over dietary restrictions before. They teach you about what they made. They serve. It really was a, a great opportunity. And we were very thankful as a district to have that partnership with Oregon Coast Community College that we could use their community room up there for our meetings so that we didn't have a cost and could continue to have the meeting that we needed to have. So that was great. Um, Ocean Lake has brought back the Smart Reader Program, which oh, um, that? That it is great. Yeah, it's an opportunity for um, community volunteers to come in and read with students and be a reading partner. My son had a reading buddy when he was in elementary school at Ocean Lake, and so we haven't been able to do that during COVID, and they're bringing it back this year. So you'll um, anybody interested would want to contact Ocean Lake directly for that one, because SMART is an outside organization that then they partner with. But that would be a great one. And then um, North Area is also partnering with Lincoln City Cultural Center to expand their art in residence and art in the classroom program this year. So um, that'll be going on K-6. So we're really excited for that. That's fantastic. And I think I remember it was a long time ago, but I think that um, my son was involved with a program like that when he was in grade school. Okay. Um, but it was with, through... Um, the sing retired senior volunteer program, and they had retired seniors that came in, and they did reading and stuck with the kids, and he loved it, yeah. absolutely loved it. It was a fantastic opportunity. Uh, so I'm really happy to hear that that's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, the new bleachers are in use yep. at Newport High. <laughs> yes, the grandstands are up, and they are open and ready for everyone, and so that's been great up at Newport High. Um, the bathrooms are open underneath. I just got a text message about that a couple days ago. Somebody complimented the bathrooms. And so um, that's just been great. Facilities and maintenance has worked really hard on that. Um, Newport's community had to be really like adaptable during that to not have grandstands. is It's hard. You're trying to watch an event. There isn't anywhere to sit. And they just were just gracious while that whole project was, was going on. And so we're really appreciative to the Newport community for that. Newport Boosters have been 
helping with that project as well as the concession stand is getting up and running. And so that's also been exciting and great for them too. And then Newport also, their um, gardening program is off and running and continues Ooh. to go really well. So if you have a chance at Newport Middle, if you ever walk around the track at Newport Middle, you can see a phenomenal, oops, phenomenal garden that they have at Newport Middle um, that's run by our Future Bound students and then by some of the other classrooms at Newport Middle School, and Yaquina View has a garden as well, so you can see that over on the back side of Yaquina View, so I think that garden probably has the best view in the district, quite frankly, when I went out and looked at that one, but but that's great, and a lot of that food is in use in our nutrition services programs um, for students at our schools. I was so. going to ask if it was used at the school mm -hmm. or if the kids were taking it home. Yeah, it's used works. at the schools, so it's a strong partnership. Um, our nutrition services now includes Sodexo and our school gardening program, and how can we uh, put those two programs together to support all of our kids and families and then healthy food choices as they get older. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so what about uh, the construction that was going on there at Yacuna View? So the gym is completed. They were still working on some roofing repairs and things that needed to happen, you know, once the first rain comes and everything. Um, <laughs> that That's another school that you talk about hardworking teachers, facilities, director, facilities, staff. Um, construction workers, the custodian there was unbelievable while that was happening. Uh, to get school open on the first day, I didn't think it was possible. Rich took me through and Kristen was, Kristen Becker, the principal, was working hard. The staff couldn't get in. I mean, you're trying to set up your classroom and you oh. can't get in and um, that causes anxiety. Um, but they just, it was phenomenal. It looks beautiful in there and the gym is gorgeous. The classrooms look great. I was in the first week of school and uh, kids didn't know that that was happening. And that's what you want, right? You want them to see their school and be so excited about it. And so staff did a great job getting that ready. That's phenomenal. I have friends that teach over there and uh -huh. they were taking pictures as they were setting up <laughs> yep. with their hard hats on. Yep. And I'm like, school opens next week. I know. What, what, what are you doing with hard hats on? <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing there. And I thought the same thing down at Crestview Heights. So oh. Crestview Heights has a new vestibule that has been installed to increase our safety capacity in our buildings, which is wonderful for them because it used to be wide open when you got in. And so now there's a better opportunity to greet families and mm -hmm. do our sign-in process and procedures. Uh, I didn't see how that was going to get done either. And it's beautiful <laughs> out there. They just did a it nice job. It was like magic that this stuff came it, together. It was. Rich kept saying, I think it's going to happen. I think I'm going to get it done. And I thought, hey, I'm all right. Um, but again, you know, people are trying to get ready. The coffee room's in a different location. They're having to move everything around. But um, educators are resilient, hard workers, and they got through it and got ready to open school. So it was um, really great. I've been spending quite a bit of time down at Crestview as well. And fun to be in that elementary school and see the positive behavior supports they're putting in place and the awesome. hard work they're doing down there and just a lot of it really enjoyable. And how about over east? How are things going in Toledo? Toledo is moving along. I love it. You know, all, almost all new administrative team out at Toledo. Yeah. So Chloe moved up. Chloe Minch is now the principal. She was the assistant. She and Kathy Byer, Lindsay DeVries, who is the principal for our Compass um, middle school, high school program. She's the athletic director this year, so she's kind of working mm -hmm. in both the virtual and on-campus environment. And then we have Stacia Fletcher is back. She's been here before, but she's back to the district out of Toledo with um, Jana. So it's great to have them out there and have some new and some old mixing together to mm -hmm. really uh, work as a strong area program out at Toledo. So we're excited about that. One thing at Toledo that's happening on Friday night, and I'm really, really excited about this, is 
the Toledo Pet Band and the Walport Pet Band are going to combine forces for one big pet band for the game that uh, Toledo and Walport play each other Friday night. And I'm not going to be able to go down there, and I'm really disappointed, but I prom- told them they had needed to promise me that I would get video because I really want to see how this goes. And I know the kids are really excited for it, and it's just a great opportunity um, we're a large district, but we do have the capability to work together in areas that other districts don't. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for the music program and everything that they have going right now. Elizabeth Sofer and Tim Chase, um, really dedicated music teachers that tried to find as many opportunities as they can. When your band isn't huge, that can be a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. So by doing this together, it'll be a great opportunity. And what a great way for students to meet each other in different areas Mm -hmm. and make new friends, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, because our athletes really do that. They, Our athletes do play each other a lot in the summer, even if not during the regular season. I know my kids are in sports, and they're friends with kids from Toledo and from Newport Mm -hmm. and from Walport just because they see each other on a field and get to know each other. And so to give that opportunity to our music students also is really exciting. That's great. Uh, and speaking of sports, um, any updates on sports from the district? Yeah, our participation is way up, which is really, really exciting to see. Um, it, it's difficult, you know, we budget off of a number, um, but we don't want to turn kids away. And then we have more <laughs> students turn out. We, we use our student investment funds so that we no longer have to charge a play to pay to play, which I think oh, has been great. I love that. Yeah, so we don't charge for them to play. Um, and it's just been wonderful to be able to see more students access being able to turn out into our programs. And so that's, that's really exciting. We anticipate higher numbers again in the winter as well as we're moving into girls wrestling programs and oh, getting more great. girls involved. Yeah. Um, and then our spring numbers were up last year. So I anticipate those continue to climb as well. So I, I think that's one of the real highlights. We have a lot of returning coaches in Lincoln County and that can be hard to do. There can be a lot of coach turnover. It's incredibly time consuming for them. A lot of them are community coaches, so they're taking time off of their day jobs so they can come and support students. And that takes a toll, it can be hard. And mm-hmm. so I'm really appreciative of the coaching staff um, all across the district and everything that they have going on. Now, do you also work like with um, Lincoln City and Newport Recreation Center? I know they do sports for kids too. Yeah, so I don't work directly with them, but our athletic directors are in communication with them. Um, those programs will try to contract as much as they can with buses um, so that they can help get transportation to and from. It's not always possible, which leads me to one of the points I talked to you about, <laughs> some good work. <laughs> um, we have had to cancel contests and have had to do a lot of shifting of um, scheduled contests just because we don't have drivers to get kids where they need to go. We have different plans in place of how we can make that happen if we don't have a regular school bus to get them there, but uh, we don't have enough drivers for that as well. And we have so many kids participating that our teams are too big to put them maybe on a Type 20 bus or to just rely on private transportation. And so um, if people are interested in working for yeah. first students... That would be through first yeah, student, right? it's through okay. first student. And they can apply with first students. They can say, we want to be a trip driver. Um, so if you like to watch athletics um, or you, you like to go to band concerts, all of those things that require different travel for us to get students there, um, take trips. And when we are short trip drivers, then we have to take route drivers and we have to get kids to and from school first and mm-hmm. foremost. So um, that's been a definite shortage for us that we're hoping improves for the winter, but you know, you, know, you never know. So anybody is more than willing to drive for us, we would love it. And I'm sure Darlene Van Riper would be very excited to take that application. 
And you also have some extended volunteer opportunities now, right? We do. So this year we hired a new position for the school district. Um, it's a volunteer coordinator. His name is Blake Hagan. So if you call the district office um, and ask for Blake, he can help you through the volunteer paperwork process to become a cleared volunteer and then help people find best fit. So you can talk to Blake about these are the hours that I'd like to volunteer. These are the programs I am most interested in or where I think I could be of service and he can help set you up for that. So we are excited to see that. I think it was a really important position to add because we had a really strong volunteer base. And when COVID happened, we had to say no to so many people who wanted to help. It can be hard to get that back in. And so just rebuilding that base is really something we're focused on this year. And what about the health program? Are you still doing that? We do. Yep. We still have a health program. We have coordinators in all of our areas. Um, they help out with um, navigating services for families who might need food, um, who are homeless, who are in transitional housing, um, anything that is putting them in a position of some insecurities around housing or food or any of that, the health program can navigate those resources. All right. Um, Miley's, is there anything else you can think of yeah, that we the, forgot to cover? There's one more thing. So in the, um, in the North area and the West area, we've worked really hard to expand our bilingual services. And so in those schools now, there are um, bilingual customer service supports so that when a family comes in, they don't have to wait for us to go and find um, an interpreter to help them, but they can meet somebody at that front window who can speak both English and Spanish and help navigate them to where they need to go next. So something we've been really working hard to expand. Is that something you're doing with the students as well as teaching them English and Spanish? We don't have a bilingual education program, but we do want to make sure that students aren't losing their first language as well. So if they are a Spanish-speaking student, we want to help support that as well mm -hmm. so that they can continue to thrive and really celebrate our multilingual learners and celebrate them for all that they know and everything that they can do and how they can enrich our school system completely. That is absolutely fantastic. Um, meeting the children where they are mm -hmm. and giving them what they need to succeed. Yep, exactly. Um, all right, and uh, school board meetings, more information, all available on the website. Yep, the school board, um, the school board business meeting is always the second Tuesday of every month. And so um, the November meeting is going to be out at Crestview Heights. So all the information about that, agendas and everything get posted on the district website. Fantastic. Thank you so Thank you. much. It's good to see you. <laughs> this has been fun. Yep. I drop my stuff all over. <laughs> You're good. We're real. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if you like this episode or all of our episodes, you can uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. And this has been an episode of Coffee with Kira, sponsored by The Human Being in Newport at uh, 6th Street and Highway 101. I had to think about where I was for a second. And in Lincoln City at the north end of the highway on the west side near TLC Credit Union. I'm Kira Morgan. Thanks for joining me on Coffee with Kira. Thank you. <laughs>